Do do do. Periscope, Facebook, D Live. First, second, third. Very nice. And YouTube is live. What's up, everybody? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. Thank you for coming on over. Jesse Lee Peterson was out today. I hosted, I guess you could call it two hours, but three, kind of, of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, guest hosted, because he was out on a speaking engagement. And he will be back for church with Jesse Lee Peterson and make sure you catch The Fallen State, thefallenstate.tv, coming up shortly. I'm going to be touching on some crime stats that got out. Thank you to the FBI, the far-left enemies of America FBI. (laughs) I say enemies of America because they're a bunch of dumb liberals, mostly. If you've seen the heads of the FBI, you know what I'm talking about. And some of the stuff that has been put out by these unelected bureaucrats. But every now and then they put out some factual information. And uh, I'm going to get your opinions, guys. I I may ask Joel Friday and Chris the specialists in here to say what they think of President Trump condemning Proud Boys. Did you hear about that? It's wild. And um, Scott Adams, too, seemingly condemned President Trump. Was he serious? I'm going to play some of that as well. Um, And your calls. Got a full line of callers right now. I will be getting to your calls, 888-775-3773. It is Friday, October 2nd, 2020, 9.04 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time. And let's get started with the show. survive? I think so. He's strong and energetic. You guys can call in, and I'll be talking to you about the Proud Boys and the white supremacy. Oh, it's the hate report. The hate report. La la la. Oh, it's the hate report. The hate report. La la la. So, what's up, everybody? That was the original theme song of the Hake Report. Isn't that so nice? I love the original as well as the Trevor Wesley remake, which where which only allows me to say, "Hey guys!" <laughs> and in this other one, I has enough downtime where I can give a quick breakdown of what I'm going to cover, which I always forget. We play the original on Fridays. Beautiful. Thank you to AJ Gallardo for the intro song, and thank you to Trevor Wesley for the others and the other intro alternative intro which we played during the rest of the week and I'm gonna get right to calls but I do want to touch on a headline shout out to to uh, big bump for the tip the FBI stats show that blacks made up 55.9% of known murder offenders now there's a whole few thousand unknown murders 
we, where we don't know who did it. I would venture to guess that a significant portion of blacks committed those as well. For example, Chicago, Illinois, the murder clearance rate is something like 17% or max like 25% murder clearance rate. That's when they figure out who their prime suspect is, basically. And it results in either an arrest or the suspect dies or some other way that they clear it off the um, investigation list or whatever, right? That's what murder clearance rate means, or homicide clearance rate. Nationwide, the clearance rate is 60-something percent, maybe 60 percent. So that means um, out, of, out of 100 murders, 60 of them will get somewhat, somewhat solved. That means 40 percent get away with murder nationwide. Did you know that? Or eventually maybe they do get what they deserve. But in, in, um, in Chicago, which is where blacks commit a lot of murders against each other and other people, 80-something percent, 75 percent get away with it. Or they commit another murder or they get murdered themselves. Who knows? It's crazy. So I dare say that the unknown murder offenders are disproportionately black as well. That's my guess. But I'm going to touch on that and I'm also going to um, touch on uh, churches attacking President Trump for imaginary white supremacy. National Council of Churches and Scott Adams. Scott Adams seemed to get into his, get his ego involved in this point that he knows is a lie called the Very Fine People hoax, where Trump called the, um, the uh, people at Charlottesville, said there were very fine people on both sides, and that there was violence on many sides. He said violence on many sides, on many sides. And then later he said there were very fine people on both sides. And, there, and then he's, he also said, I'm not talking about the white supremacists, because I condemn them totally. But there were very fine people on both sides, and why are we taking down any monuments? Where does it stop? So, um, he knows that that was a hoax, and he doesn't like when the mainstream media lie about it, or Joe Biden lies about it, and he doesn't like the fact that Trump didn't really address the lie. Trump is maybe not into... Every little thing, like you and I might be. So, um, quickly though, let me get to some calls. Bray in New Jersey. Bray, first time caller. Have you called before? No, but nice. Uh, I always, I, I, I just, uh, I gotta say, I always guys on the get a job videos right on savage moment yeah my god it's the funniest things i've ever seen can you come closer to the phone you're you're sounding kind of far away are you on a speaker sorry yeah stay close to your phone much better oh my gosh never ever ever (laughs) ever 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 but never call into a radio show or even a live stream on speakerphone it comes off so much better man yeah so headphone stuff too but yeah that's true Oh, you're, are you using headphones? I was, and I just got off of them. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no headset, no speaker, no Bluetooth. Not even those. Some people claim, and you know what? I'll admit, I, this phone is so bad, I have to use speaker in order to talk 
to people because they can't hear me if I'm talking on regular phones. <laughs> so I turn the speaker on and I turn it all the way down. So I understand some of some of us have Obama phones. Gotcha. Not but many. anyway, I actually have two. I got two phones, so none of them are Obama. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you want to um, say about what were you saying? Uh, I actually I got nothing really specific to talk about. I just like all together Democrats and liberals. I I have a couple friends who are actually liberals. Yeah. And uh, I had to, I had to, unfortunately had to spend a weekend with them. I went to do, like a cabin trip and stuff like that. <laughs> I just I just couldn't like I sat through through most of it. I bit my tongue for most of it, and then finally I just had it. I just had it, and I I was trying to explain to them like how racism doesn't exist. Right. It's a made up lie. It's a made up lie. Was, and then they bring up that made up term uh, police brutality. Right. And. Uh, that's a liberal word. That's a liberal term. It totally well. is. I, you know what? Uh, before I listened to you guys, I, I kind of, I, I got it, you know, but I didn't have, like, the right ammo for my conversations and my arguments. Yeah. And uh, since I've been listening to you guys, I kind of opened my eyes a little bit. That's I cool. I better. How did they react? You know? How did they react, and how did you react? Um, I don't, I don't, first off, I don't really lose my cool anyways. I have, uh. You know, I'm a pretty chill person in, uh-huh. in nature. So they all, you know, they, they start getting, you know, they get loud and they start getting emotional and stuff like that. They, uh, these are, white, these are, these are, white, always, these are white friends? Yeah. 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 I always call them, I always call them emotional lesbians. <laughs> and you're, uh, and you're white are, as well? I'm, uh, I'm half white, half Hispanic. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I call them both, uh, emotional lesbians and, uh, <laughs> They don't. They don't get it. But uh, we just we go back and forth. And I, you know, I, like I said, I try to explain to them that racism doesn't exist. Right. And I say that there's just there's just good people and there's bad people. Right. And when someone says and when someone says a uh, quote unquote racial term, I just say hey, they're just crappy people. That's all. There's no. Uh, and even like decent people can say a racial term too. Who knows? Yeah. But um, yeah. So that, that's interesting. Your friends were talking politics. At a in a vacation trip. Well, we had like a cabin trip thing, and yeah. uh, we're just around the fire. We're just around the fire, you know. <laughs> and we're just wow, you know, stuff like that. We're just talking, and and uh, are I, they educated? Really, really drunk. They are. Yeah, one of them's a teacher. Oh boy. And uh, <laughs> but one of them went to college and graduated. The other one, uh, he went to college, didn't graduate. I didn't go. To, I didn't. I never went to college. That's a waste of time. I went to, uh, I decided to do like a trade school and, uh, yeah, I, uh, I work on my hands. And these guys are in the twenties, thirties, thirties. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, were you expecting to convince them? No, no, no. They're, they're beyond that. So I don't even, like I said, I, I just, I threw my tongue for most of it, you know, but, uh, I, I didn't. I'm not. I'm not there to convince why anyone. Did, why did you? Why did you feel you had to bite your tongue? <laughs> um, because it's just idiotic, and like I just didn't want to add to it. <laughs> Even okay. if they were wrong, I'm just sitting there listening, and I'm like, you guys right. have no clue. They're talking about taxes. Were they? Were they aware? Want. Were they aware that you disagreed with them before? The before this? Before this incident, were they aware that you disagreed with them? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, I've every now and then said stuff to my friends. Most of the time, they're so dumb and just want to 
argue and it's just dumb. Or else they don't even want to talk about it because they can't handle it. Um, but sometimes every now and then, like, I'll mention it in passing, and I'll just say what I think. And sometimes it'll stick with them. Very rarely, but it happened like once. And I found out about it years later. That it stuck with, um, oh, actually an illegal, former illegal alien friend. I assume he's former, I don't know. An illegal alien friend. Now he's a conservative. And he Who's realizes that racism doesn't exist. This, this friend of mine. You know, I oh. grew up in El Monte and there's a bunch of Hispanics and Asians there. But they're a bunch gotcha. of mostly a bunch of liberals and they think that racism is real and a problem and they don't you know they don't, they're kind of detached from reality in that sense but that's very typical hey james let me ask you a question i now since you brought up illegal uh, immigrants yeah. i actually have an idea i have a, a pretty good idea uh with like new legislation or, or new laws that they can enforce with illegal immigration i'm wondering if i throw it at you and you tell me if it's a good idea or a bad idea okay go for it it's kind of like almost the RICO Act with the mob, where it's like RICO you Act. Have, uh-huh. Yeah, the RICO Act, where you have legal image, you have legal citizens who came from other countries, right? They have a family. Everyone's legal, but I'm sure you've heard of stories where they where they house illegal immigrants, right? Like illegal family members, stuff yep. like that. Do you think I was saying? Do you think if they get caught? If these illegal immigrants get caught in the house, knowing full well that they're illegal immigrants, that they could, um, I would say, like, take the head of the household, or whoever's in charge of the house, whoever's in name, down the, in the mortgage, whatever, he gets, that person gets kicked back to Mexico or Canada <laughs> or whatever country they're from. Or, lose or, put in, or put in jail or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard to know because so many of these people rent... And all that stuff, it's it's would be complicated to sort out. But they can figure. They can figure. There is always a way. There is a way yeah. to enforce the law, and we need to be much tougher and much smarter at it. So yeah, I certainly think that we should be just like how they want to prosecute, and they do. President Trump has been prosecuting people who um, knowingly uh, hire illegals. But the problem is, like, you can easily get fraudulently documented. These people are not undocumented. They're fraudulently documented. They get these okay. um, I-9s. And I, you get an I-9 form? I don't know what you, that is. But it's a, basically for illegals to come in here and pretend that they're legally working. You get an I-9 form okay. and you can, you're legally here working. But these people get their okay. I-9s through fraudulent documentation. So they still don't have driver licenses. <laughs> I've worked with these people before. It's crazy. But you're right, Bray. Appreciate it, man. It's good to hear from you. Oh, you're welcome. And it was awesome talking to you guys. And uh, get a job, Savage Moments. He's got to put more up, man. I love him. I, he does a great job. I just do more. <laughs> He's put you out know? 62, man. <laughs> and we need more. Yeah. We need more. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, Jesse Lee Peterson is still trucking full speed ahead, more energy than the whole oh, rest man. of his crew. <laughs> oh, my God. We need more of him, too. Yeah. You Appreciate know, it, Bray. More people like him out there. Thank you, man. Take care. Okay. You know what? Before... Before I tell you guys, before I get to these calls, you know, President Trump caught the COVID. He and his wife tested positive for COVID-19. Will they have any... any, What's going to happen? I don't know. 
Will they have any symptoms? May not. May not. Boris Johnson was looking a little rough there, but he's fine, I think. He caught it. <laughs> he was being foolhardy. foolhardy. President Trump is a germaphobe. He makes sure that he doesn't like even people coughing or sneezing in the same room as him. <laughs> That's according to Bill O'Reilly's book. But quickly, hang tight, callers. Let me just tell you about this, um, these FBI stats. I looked up the latest FBI stats after I got the tip that the FBI released their 2019 crime in the United States uh, tables. Expanded homicide table. This is black and white murder. Yeah, show, um, show FBI black-white murder. Because they talk about, oh, racism is such a big problem, right? Uh, are you able to find it? Racism is such a big problem. I go over to the DOJ, which is a le- far left, far left organization that even has the Civil Rights Division. The FBI used to have the SPLC as a valid source, which they're not. They track hate crimes, which don't exist. They track racism, violent extremism, and extremism. And they lie and pretend that Proud Boys or, or white supremacist violence is a problem. Nope! Look at this. Race of victim, race of offender. This is a little breakdown of black versus white violent crime. Race of offender, white victims of white uh, murderers, almost 2,600 out of a population of over 60 million people. And uh, black offenders versus black victims, Almost 2,600 out of a population of what? What is it? 45, 40 to 45 million people? Is it that? No, it's less than that. How many millions of people are there? There is like five times as many whites as there are blacks. Four to five times as many whites as there are blacks. And yet, there's this almost the same number of white-on-white murder victims as there are black-on-black murder victims. And then, interracial violent crime. Black-on-white murders are 566. 566. Consistently, it's over 500. Year after year after year after year. As long as I've been looking at this table, whether it's 2018, 2017, 2016, all the way back, as, you know, as far as I've looked. 2011. 2019, 566 black-on-white murders. Does that include Hispanics? Maybe they black-on-Hispanic. White-on-black murders, 246. Less than half. Less than half. Maybe less than 40%. And keep in mind, there are so many more whites, including white Hispanics, right? As there are blacks. And yet blacks is still killing more than twice as many. Which means they are 
what, two times five, ten? They're more than ten to a dozen times more likely to murder a white black czar than a black is to get killed by a white. Just had to point that out. It's like wildly disproportionate. And it, it, it goes across all types of crimes. Theft, assault, aggravated assault, robbery. Well, robbery and theft, same thing. Rape. Rape is not even, no comparison. <laughs> like, white people practically don't even rape black people. Even child, well, anyway, we don't want to get into that. But people accuse whites of being disproportionately child molesters. It's not true. Blacks and Hispanics, every bit is as common. In fact, it's more common. Child molesting, child molestation. Um, this is from Unt's Review by Steve Saylor. Put out a short little article saying, headlined, UNZ, UNZ Review. Blacks made up 55.9% of known murder offenders in 2019. And he points out that blacks are 13.4% of the population. Make up well over 50% of all known murder offenders. And if you look at this chart, the FBI counted... 16,000 murders in the United States in 2019, which may or may not be a complete, most likely it's incomplete, right? And where the, where the race or, or whatever, where the race is known, that is 11,500 murders in 2019. Black or Af- so-called African-American, 6,425. Murder offenders. Non-black, 5,000. Which non-black includes whites, it includes Hispanics, it includes Asians. Blacks were almost 50%, I mean 56% of known murder offenders. Of course there were almost 5,000 murders by an unknown offender. Which would be... Naturally, common sense would say it would be a mix of black and white and Mexican, Hispanic, a whole lot of murders coming out of them too. Um, unsolved murders, where they don't know who did it. Blacks are 13.4% of the population, non-blacks 86.6% of the population. Dang, I, I thought that they were getting close to 14, but according to him, they're still... Well, in the 13% range. And I looked at the murder offenders. It's a screenshot of the murder offenders. Male, 10,000. Female, 1,400. Well, if you count the abortions, oh boy. That number changes, right? That number changes. The females are crazy violent, but they don't count it. Pretty crazy, huh? And he says blacks make up 52.5% of known murder offenders from 1980 to 2008. So this is a years-long thing. It hasn't changed. And yes, we know that the crime has spiked way up, and then it's gone down, and then it goes up again a little bit. uh, Because thanks to Black Lives Matter and Democrats. Uh, 
you know, it was really high during the crack epidemic. The so-called crack epidemic. Blacks were into crack. And it was associated with high murder rates. So, uh, reaching 59, almost 56%. Blacks were eight time, 8.2 times per capita as likely as a non-black to be a known murder offender in 2019. And then they claim, oh, racial profiling. Oh, it's racism. The government is not good at collecting crime statistics. Um, they're incomplete. There is a man who's better at it, Dr. John R. Lott Jr., crime research, crimepreventionresearch.org. But this is what they have. And even these FBI liberals and DOJ liberals, no. It's hard because the, there are Hispanic whites and there are non-Hispanic whites. <laughs> and they act very differently. Like the Hispanics are kind of like... Not as violent as the blacks, I guess. Unless they're down in, unless they're part of the gangs. Then they're just evil. They're like inspiration for ISIS. It's crazy. But this man points out, Steve Saylor points out, nobody mentions that blacks, 13.4% of the population, make up well over 50% of murder offenders. In contrast, blacks wind up between one-fourth and one-third of police killings. They're killed by blacks, right? I mean, no, they're not killed by blacks. They're, get, blacks get killed by police. Police kill a quarter to a third of their uh, people that police kill. Usually it's justified. By far, usually it's justified. Are black so-called victims. You would think that if they're 50% of murder offenders, they would also maybe be 50% of those killed by police. But no, they're underrepresented. And the, I look at uh, blacks killing cops, they're consistently 30%, 40%, more than 40%, year after year, sometimes 25% of cop killers. That means they're at least double their share of population, to triple their share of popu- the population, to kill police, cop killers. It's crazy. I showed you, a, I couldn't find the... Uh, mugshot of that um, Deontay Murray, the alleged wannabe cop killer who failed when he tried to ambush those two cops. But I just had to share that with you. That's the latest numbers. Let me get to Zach in Oregon. He wants to tell us how to fix the presidential debates. First time caller. Zach, what's up? How are you doing? Um, hey, my... I didn't think I'd be the second caller. I'm kind of surprised. <laughs> right on. Um, uh, this is, like I said, like you said, I'm first-time caller. Sorry, I'm, I, I've called Jesse like five times. And I, nice. My, my stage frightness still pops up. <laughs> and so I get so nervous when I'm live, especially. No worries, man. Right, um, I'm going to try to do this the best I can. Um, so... Well, I had an idea. I was thinking about this all morning because I listened to your podcast technically this morning because I'm graveyard shift, so that's the okay. best time to listen to your stuff. Nice. Um, Appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Um, so essentially what I was thinking is, since you were talking about the debate a lot, I was thinking, what's the best way to get Trump 
to pretty much be quiet to <laughs> get the moderator to ask him a question. Game show. We should make it a game show. That would be absolutely perfect, or almost like a TV show, like how, um, like, I mean, he is a TV star, so, I mean, he would eat it up. And how I was thinking how this would work was, like, the moderator, or I was even thinking two moderators, you know, one one Democrat moderator, one conservative or Republican moderator, you yeah. know, so it's fair. Right. And um, um, then I was thinking one of the moderators could ask a question to either Joe Biden or Trump, and a timer will pop up for both of them, like three, four minutes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it'll be like, okay, Joe Biden, blah, 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 what's this question? Gives him time to answer. If Trump, you know, interrupts or vice versa, whatever, whatever depends on the question, then a little time will be taken out. Like, he'll, he'll have like four minutes on Trump, four minutes on Biden. If you interrupt during the person when they're supposed to answer the question, then your timer gets taken down. So that means you have less time to answer what you're supposed to answer. Interesting. So I figured it would be a bit of fairness, but as, right. as well as penalty for people who interrupt. Yeah. You know. So Interesting, man. Maybe, yeah, I mean. a cool idea anyway. Yeah. In all honesty, the problem is the debate commission is run by a woman and and a bunch of old maybe old people and just not very trump fan type people not gen, very genuine type people and it seemed yeah, it, se- it seemed honestly it seemed honestly like the rules were um too stringent there we have to they allow are. you have to allow for people to interrupt and then be quiet and give them time which is what Trump did. He interrupted, but then he would give well, I mean, Joe Biden time. What an open debate is. What's but, that? Yeah, no, I understand you. That's yeah, essentially we, what an open debate is. Exactly. We need to just be men about it, you know? Just don't complain. Don't be complaining about, oh, you're breaking the rules or whatever. Let's have a, let's have a open dialogue rather than complain about you not following the rules and, and saying, oh, stop interrupting and... Joe Biden saying, do I get my time back when Joe Biden has yeah. nothing to say? And the other thing is, yeah, like, no, the bigger issue is like the, that. <laughs> that, they're, that they're liberals. Like, is there one fair-minded journalist who could even honestly host the debate like a man? Um, yeah, I, I mean, think I Tucker Carlson. Uh, yeah. But, they're, yeah they, but they want Tucker Carlson off air because <laughs> he's just mm-hmm. honest, you know? So it's interesting. Yeah, it would be nice if people just thought like men and handled life not so strict and and female, you know? Because <laughs> that's what these people are. Yeah, no, it's like a power like, trip, you know. So I mean, like I'd also agree with my other idea. With I mean, it was the beginning of the idea with two moderators. There should at least be yeah. two moderators. Yeah, I, I think I, just one, one, one left, one right, pretty much. Best that would be to nice. It. Yeah. Tucker Carlson like, and yeah. who's who's an honest liberal journalist? Um, Michael Tracy <laughs> or Mike Cernovich. <laughs> um, the only person I can think of is like Dave Rubin. I think he's a yeah. You could liberal. have Dave Rubin, <laughs> right? Yeah, he he seems at least he's honest. <laughs> yeah, to me anyway. Yeah, for a liberal, he's for a liberal, brazen homosexual. He's 
seems to be fairly honest. <laughs> Appreciate yeah, it, Zach. Him. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I'm glad I was able to call at least once. I'm yeah, right on, happy. man. Appreciate that. Graveyard. I respect that. The graveyard shift. I've known guys, uh, friends of mine who work those hours, and it's pretty oh, interesting. <laughs> do you, by the way, do you since COVID started? Oh, <laughs> that's why. So you're not naturally a um, graveyard type of a guy? No, no, I am. Okay. I'm, I'm graveyard cashier at a grocery store, so I got I get all kinds of people at graveyard time. I can imagine. And in Oregon, oh, yeah. interesting, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely Oregon. <laughs> By the way, do you and, catch uh, church Portland. with Jesse Lee Peterson? What, what? Do you, do you catch church with Jesse Lee Peterson? Um, no, I've, I've, I've been catching it, like, you know, rerun on on YouTube, oh, I'm right dying on. to watch it live. It's yeah. just, I'm usually asleep by that time, so yeah, that it's makes just sense. like I want to catch it live and and call in. I, I want to call in. That's my number one thing. Nice, man. Well, someday you can also catch the audio podcast. The podcast comes oh, yeah. out for Church with Jesse Lee Peterson as well. So I anyway, man, subscribe to you today, and then I subscribed to you on YouTube yesterday because I don't know why the heck I didn't think about doing that. <laughs> I'm just like I like Hake. Nice, One of man. The things about news is they need to have a good speaking voice, and you definitely have a good speaking voice. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. Good to hear from you, Zach. By the way, how old are you? I'm 31 years old. Okay, right on, man. Hope to meet you someday, Zach. I hope, too. If you ever come into Oregon, I would love to buy you at least, like, an ice cream or something. <laughs> nice, man. And if you're ever down in L.A. or can have the chance to come down to L.A., may come out to a um, men's forum or to church or both. Uh, so, uh, For sure I want to go to the church one day. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's fun, man. It is a highlight of the week. Take care, Zach. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. You have a good rest of your day, man. You as well. Okay, let me quickly get to Earl in Michigan. Is he my second favorite caller? Is he still my second favorite caller? Let's find out. Earl, how are you doing? Hola, good to talk to you again, James. Yeah, nice to... Hey, we're talking twice, huh? Once on the Jesse Lee Peterson show and once on the Hake Report. Yeah, I didn't know how much you heard of on uh, uh, my response because we got so many uh, interruptions uh, when I was able to respond to some of your questions and, and statements. Yeah. So that's why I'm I'm calling back to clarify any any uh, anything that that was said uh, as far as the uh, debate and the rules thereof. Yeah, you, know, you said. You said that um, that they sh- that the president shouldn't get any special treatment, and I said he's no not really. No one should get it. Yeah, that's a, that's the way debates are set up, not to give any special uh, treatment to anyone based on their their status or their their title and so forth. Each, each person has an equal footing, and they're able to abide by the rules they agree upon. So no one. Uh, Seems to uh, have an, an uh, unfair advantage, and so forth. And it's it, it can be held civil, uh, civilly, you know, and have a civil discussion instead of debating into arguments and screaming and yelling over each other. That's to keep an order to the uh, 
through the process. Interesting, man. So, I mean, honestly, uh, the the rules of this past debate, um, the way that Chris Wallace treated them, especially like in the second half and toward the end, um, it, he was a distraction. Sometimes you got to let it be a little bit more loosey-goosey, you know, and let life happen. Let the conversation well, unfold naturally. You know what I mean? Well, sometimes until you get overbearing, when you start disregarding the rules so uh, so blatant and entirely, and somebody has to step in. If I if I'm talking, and as soon as I'm talking, you start interrupting, and then uh, you're told uh, that you're not supposed to do that, and then uh, you start talking, and if I interrupt you, and I'm I'm told to stop, and I stop, then you you're getting all the advantage. Because you're not stopping, and uh, I'm adhering to the rules, and and you get an unfair advantage. That's what Trump did. He kept, he just kept on over over talking. No matter what uh, 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 Wallace said, he said, "Give him two minutes, and then respond." And then he wouldn't give. Soon as he starts saying something, if he disagreed with it, he'd jump in, like he didn't tell him just a second ago. Let him talk. <laughs> But that's but, how uh, that's how men are. They jump in when there's a lie being told. Yeah, that's you're supposed to have some type of discipline in a civil debate to know that a little patience, make notes of what you disagree with. So when when the guy finishes time, we're limited. You don't have all day to talk. It's only a minute or two. You can respond in in in, in kind and and touch on the the uh, issues that you disagree with. And he doesn't have a right to inter- interrupt you no more than you have a right to interrupt him. And people get to hear your points of view. Well, listen. Not each one screaming over each other. There were only a couple of moments where they were screaming over each other. No, it was the whole debate. No, it wasn't. Unfortunately, no, you, no, you, 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 cherry pick, <laughs> you cherry pick... You uh, cherry uh, pick... Because everybody saw it and everybody agrees except you. No, there were only a, a everybody few, agrees a couple of times were, that Trump was interrupting constantly. But those are Trump haters. I, I heard Republicans agree. Uh, Republican after Republican agree that he was interrupting constantly. Rhinos. So uh, rhinos. So it's, it's amazing that the, you you uh, you're the only one that can't see it. No, I'm not the only one. There's many people who saw that. And many. Who were many? Many sane people, the sane ones, the people who can see reality, that Chris Wallace oh, interrupted too much. Just because you say sane or reality, uh, if they only see the way you see things, doesn't doesn't mean anything. But that's only self-serving. So uh, whatever, Earl. Go ahead. You, you hate Trump. No, and the other things he lie about. He just makes up stuff that the uh, that. Uh, uh, Biden didn't get to, to refute. He makes up stuff out of thin air with no proof, nothing else. You're talking about Joe and Biden? Uh, Joe Biden makes up stuff? Don't try to be funny. I'm, I'm not trying to be Trump. funny because that's what Joe Biden was doing. Well, that's what Trump was doing. Talking that, about so says a post you. office man. That's talking about post office men uh, throwing uh, a ballot in, in, the, in the river and, and selling ballots. Show me some proof. 
Show me one case. No, go look it up yourself. For what? Look it up because, where? Because, There's nowhere to be seen. Because people why, like why you... Why are arrested? That's a federal crime. Why can't he produce any evidence because instead of making up He stuff doesn't have to produce evidence. It's a debate. Have you seen any? Yeah, I've have heard stories. I've heard stories like that. Have you seen any post office workers arrested and charged with uh, 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 selling ballots and uh, throwing ballots in the rivers and stuff like that? When you when you throw a ballot in a river, do you, what are the chances you're going to get caught, Earl? How do you know he threw it in the river? Because they're are in the river. Say, you can, you they can were found they in the trash fire. basket, Earl. You can make up You're anything. You're so rich for proof. a dumb Democrat to you, pretend. You can make up anything. You can say they no, had a whole bomb you fire made up the, at the post office and burn it. You don't have to pr- produce hey, any proof. Earl, Earl, white supremacy. James, James. White supremacy. They came up with that. They just made that up out of nothing, out of thin air. No proof. They didn't produce any evidence. And so it's so rich for a Democrat to pretend he's about truth or evidence. White supremacy. Now, how do we get on that? But because you said you, you complained that Trump air. made up stuff in the debate. No, he and did you not. You said white supremacy is made out of thin air. Yes. I rest Are my case. You Shut you up. What do you think South Africa was? South Africa even, was a beautiful even, country, and now even, it's going down the drain. They even admitted. That was based on white supremacy. Who's they? Did you did you know that? Who's they? Some dumb blind white people. So, white South Africans. So, some dumb blind white South Africans. The whole allegedly. World that. Allegedly. Anyway, Earl, allegedly. thank you. Thanks, it, man. It wasn't allegedly. That those were facts. Good civil if debate, you knew Earl. If you Good civil debate. Time, if you lived in the time, you would know that. But you don't want to face facts. You no, you hate facing reality, Earl. You don't. You hate the truth, Earl. Thank you, Earl. Take care. Have a good one. Adios, amigos. <laughs> Adios. You're the lying fool. <laughs> Adios. Did you call me stupid lying fool? No, I didn't say stupid, but you're on that too. Oh, you're dang. not aware that to it. What did you say? Lying? What? What type of lying fool? I said you. You're a lying fool, but okay. if you want to add some more adjectives to it, stupid, <laughs> moron, moronic, whatever. You all that too. Good civil debate, Earl. Thanks, man. Take care. Right on. <laughs> He's so charming. <laughs> Some of you guys think that I should ban him. I think we can. I think I can keep it to a nice, not too long. No more ten-minute calls with Earl. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Um, Oh, boy. I got some feedback on President Trump. Um, and I do want to get to these calls. A couple of first-timers want to address Trump and the um, coronavirus. And is Trump the real thing? Let me first get to Robert in New Jersey. First-time caller. Robert, what's up? Hey, how's it going, James? Going well. How are you? Um, I'm well... Uh... I'm not good. Men are not good, but I'm well. Nice. Women aren't good either. <laughs> Correct. They're actually worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, what do you want to say about Trump and the coronavirus thing? Well, I just, you know, I'm uh, as soon as I found that out, I'm very concerned about how that may affect the uh, election. Because, uh, you know, the, the libtards are going to jump on that 
and they're going to say, oh, look, he's uh, he downplayed Corona. He even got it himself. Yeah, he played it down, though. I mean, it, we, we all know that that's dishonest, though, because we know oh, yeah. that he, he played it down to avoid panic. And it's not like he misled the public about it. He just didn't push panic. You just... Joe Biden was the one that said it was xenophobic to uh, yeah uh, to close the country. Yep, you can still see the tweets to this day. Yeah, it's, but I would say fret not. Don't worry about it. Um, he's gonna he'll recover. Yeah, I bet you that he'll recover like a champ. But maybe not. Who knows what's gonna happen? Maybe he'll uh, Mike Pence will have to fill in a little bit. I don't know. But likely he'll he'll recover pretty well. And, you know, I say don't worry about the future. You think he'll be all right for the next debate? I think so. It's in 15, what is it, in uh, 14 days, 15 days? And that's the, that is the period in which you're supposed to, uh, you're supposed to quarantine for 14 days, right? According to these people. So I think that he'll be ready to go. But I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. Let's give it forty eight hours and see see uh, if he actually even suffers any symptoms. Maybe. <laughs> but, Hopefully not. Hopefully he's all right. You know. Yeah, he'll be fine. Don't and worry I'm about it. I'm beginning to think that Earl has the IQ of a peanut. <laughs> yeah, Earl is. It's a shame that at that age. But yet it's not really surprising because he is black and probably a lifelong Democrat. And yeah, he's been brainwashed. And you know, there are people who watch this show and watch the Jesse Lee Peterson show, including like people from Media Matters and the SPLC and all that trash, all these disgusting hate groups that hate the country and want to want us dead and want um want Christianity stamped out from any memory in the United States and want white people stamped out except for the dumb whites who agree with them. Um, There's a whole lot of evil people watching the show, hearing the truth, and it's just... Yeah, I'm I'm wondering when this show's going to get banned. Everybody else is getting banned. I don't worry about that either, I say. Because let's take life as it comes, not try to predict. Oh, and I, I wanted to make another point. Uh, okay. They brought up, uh, in the debates, they brought up the Proud Boys or whatever, which is yeah. not a hate group. Right. Uh, they're not even a threat on any level. But why not mention Black Lives Matter? Why didn't they mention how that's a threat? That's Black a very crime? good question, because President Trump brought up Antifa, but I wish that he would condemn Black Lives Matter, because they are every bit as evil as Antifa. Maybe worse, yeah. because they are... Um, more seductive, you know, they're, Antifa is just nasty, so is Black Lives Matter, honestly, just nasty, but they pretend to be about, oh, black lives, so fake, they hate blacks, they hate whites, and they hate men, and Christians. Well, they're useful idiots. Yep. what they are. It's very true, very destructive organization, completely evil. Appreciate that, Robert, good point. Thank you. All right. Take care, man. You too. All right. Let me get to Cody in Louisiana. Cody, first time caller. What's up? How are you doing? How's it going? Good. Going well for me too. 
right, here, here's what I think going on, man. I think we all being food right now. I supported Trump, Trump until this virus, and I think this is the point of QAnon and Trump. If Hillary or anybody else would have been in office right now with this going on, I think the right people would have stood up and fought. But I think they're making us feel like somebody's in Washington fighting for us. So it's keeping all the patriots calm when our country's being decimated right now. So I love the work y'all do, but that's the only part I disagree with. I think it's it's a false flag, Trump is. I think he's put there just to keep us calm and so we don't stand up. Well, man, I say don't jump to conclusions like that. Just if you have your doubts about Trump, have your doubts about Trump, Trump but don't jump to that assumption that he's, that he's um, a total fraud or whatever and here just to keep us contained. Because in what way would the whites stand up really against Hillary, you know? I mean, let's ignore, let's, let's not even go into ifs, what ifs. Let's just stick with reality. I don't see it like that. I... I, I um, understand your disappointment with certain things that you wish that he would do, and I, there's things that I wish he would do. For example, I wish he would condemn Black Lives Matter and say Proud Boys are decent young men, and, but they should still stand, stand back, stand by. He stood up a and little bit. He's, tell me. But man, yeah, uh, he knows who they are. He, I don't think that he... I think that if he knew who they were, he wouldn't say, who wouldn't have said that he condemns them. There's a whole lot of people giving bad information, and it's, that bad information is concentrated in Washington, D.C. And I don't want to make excuses for him, but you also have to understand the lies and the people that he works with, and that was hardly a strong condemnation of, of Proud Boys, you know what I mean? That was, he said... I condemn them, but I don't even know what they're about, you know? So it wasn't like he was a strong condemnation. Uh, so, I, I mean, I agree we shouldn't put our hope in Trump. We, should, we shouldn't put our hope in any man or any politician. But su- I still say you su- should support him. Stand by him. Don't betray him just because you feel that he betrayed the Proud Boys or betrayed America with letting this COVID shutdown stuff happen. There's only so much a president can do when he has his whole administration against him, including people that yeah. he did not have any business. He did not appoint. He did not appoint all these people. Some of them he did, and he made bad decisions, I guess. I think that you guys are right, right about right that. He has a right to fire a lot of them. He has a, lot to, a right to fire a lot of them. I know, but imagine judges have, have stepped in on every valid executive action that he's done and interrupted it. They interrupted him on the, cens- this, the census question. Are you a citizen? The citizenship question uh, with the census. Yeah. What business does a judge have in that? Or um, the uh, declaring a national emergency. Judges tried to interrupt that. It is so insane. The anti-American Civil oh. Liberties Union. So I'm just saying have a clear view of what he's up against. Make sure that you vote <laughs> for him. Are you going to vote for him? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to vote because, I mean, we have no much of any else choice, but... I don't like Black Lives Matter and Antifa, but I do respect one thing. They're willing to stand up for what they believe. And if people on the right side 
would get their heads screwed on and stand up, not burn down buildings, but right. it's time to stand up, man. Yeah. This is, I mean, I hope people are storing up food and stuff because we ain't seen what's coming. And well, it's coming. That's why. That's one of the reasons that I like Trump is that he's finally one politician, if you want to call him that, who has, when he's right, he's stood by that right. For example, um, the Mexicans, I mean, Mexico's not sending their best. They're sending drugs, crime, rapists, and some maybe good people. He stood by that. He stood by when he said there were very fine people on both sides and... Uh, of the Charlottesville situation, which was too gracious maybe to the liberals, but and there was yeah, violence the media, on many sides. He's he's the stood media on, bashes him on that, and he don't even clarify what he really said because the media hides the whole clip. And yeah, like, yeah. At least clarify what you said or point people to the channel to where they can see the truth. <laughs> but man, um, how old are you, Cody? Thirty-five. Nice. Are you white? Yep. Cool, man. Cajun. Cajun? Yeah. You're uh, white and Cajun? Telling, yeah, I was talking to you on uh, that that premiere that y'all did the other night. Um, Cajun Living told you. Oh, man, nice. I hope you find your woman soon. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that, Cody. That's yes, cool. Sir. All well, right, man. I got to get back to work, but it was nice talking with you. Nice talking with you, too. Don't abandon Trump, even though you feel that he's, like, failing a little bit. Take if care, I man. was in office, they could have assassinated me. I would have told them that this was a fraud, what's going on right now. And we were built on freedom, <laughs> yeah. so we're not shutting down the country. All right, Cody. All right, appreciate man. you, man. Take care. Later. Bye. Wow. So, um, we're coming to the end here of the first hour, going into the second hour. It's all phony. He is right, the white supremacy, this dumb thing. Was there anything else with regard to that? Let me just quickly show you the National Council of Churches put out a statement, and then I will get to your callers. Richard and South Carolina, Bible go-to guy, and the rest of you, Trey and everybody. Let me just quickly show you the National Council of Churches. According to this blue checkmark mark perhaps a liberal, I don't know, on Twitter, Erica Greider. I don't know if she's a reporter or what, but she says, she tweeted out that the National Council of Churches comes out with a statement on white supremacy, and this came out yesterday. And their statement reads as following. I feel like I might have heard of the National Council of Churches, but I think that they're a forgettable organization. But this is what so-called Christians are saying. Fake Christians, of course. They said, the fact that any national leader, much less the President of the United States, would continuously refuse to publicly denounce this evil, referring to, I guess, white supremacy, that has haunted and permeated American society since its beginnings, which is a lie, is alarming at best. Oh, thank you, Joel. Uh, We have to come, we have come to accept certain shared values in our society. And promoting white supremacy or being openly racist are not part of those values. It should be. It should be. We have the freedom of speech. Imaginary racism, I say. Yet, I mean, we let blacks be openly racist. We let Asians be openly racist. We let Jewish people be openly uh, pro-Jew or whatever. 
we let um, the Hispanics be for La Raza. So shut up. But anyway, they go on. Yet, during Tuesday night's presidential debate, the world witnessed the president give what can only be described as marching orders for white supremacist factions in our nation, which Proud Boys had nothing to do with that. When he spoke directly to the Proud Boys, a recognized hate group. Recognized by who? Atheists? Anti-Christian communists? They're not a hate group. Uh, And encouraged them to stand back and stand by. That's not marching orders. That's literally stand back and stand by. (laughs) Duh. This was unacceptable, and we urged the president to retract his statements and to once and for all, without equivocation, disavow white supremacy. We further decry the president's call for his supporters to engage in voter intimidation tactics, which is a total lie, by going to polling places to monitor voters on election day. Voting vote poll watchers are very important, and many people have been poll watching, and that's not intimidation. They're liars. These are anti-Christian, fake Christians. This is a tactic that was used during the civil rights movement to prevent black people from voting with tragic outcomes. Surely this is not part of our history that we want to repeat. What liars? Disgusting liars. Evil National Council of Churches. I want to hear a National Council of Churches person on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Maybe I'll invite one on the Hake Report. I got to start getting some people on the Hake Report again. Uh, man, I think the last guest I had was Buffalo Bartlett, Jason Bartlett. You heard a clip of him on the Jesse Lee Peterson show yesterday on Thursday. Um, I'm going to take a quick break. Quick first top of the end of the first hour break, and then I will get to calls and your super chats. Appreciate them. And uh, also, of course, I will touch on if I have time. I think I will. Dilbert creator Scott Adams. (laughs) Interesting little drama there. All right, guys, be right back for hour two. Hang tight.
And we're back, right on time. It is 10.02 a.m. here in Los Angeles. I am, I filled in for Jesse Lee Peterson in the uh, Jesse Lee Peterson show, because he was out. He is out doing a speaking engagement. The 21 Conference. Check it out, jessieleepeterson.com. And I'm going to be taking calls quickly. i got to get some super chats. I also have to get a couple of the experts, the specialists in to hear what they think of President Trump. So I've got a full hour ahead for you guys. Thank you to Jesse Lee Peterson hosting the Hake Report. That's awesome. I don't know how you do that. Brandon M. gave a ninjagini, said, Tomorrow is my birthday, Hake. Send me a lock of your magnificent hair so that I may know what it's like. <laughs> happy birthday. Well, happy birthday if you make it to tomorrow, Brandon M. <laughs> No lock of hair. <laughs> Based AF, which stands for America First. Based America First says second win diamond. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Kevin Webb says the Hake Report and crew are amazing. That's nice. Dark Side of the Bear What hosting the Hake Report. Thank you. Faithful supporter. Thank you. And uh, let's see. Noah's Art Kansas with a diamond. Thank you. Appreciate that. Fan of the Ladies says, I have an idea that will help you. Get a new phone. <laughs> Very much could be used. Yes. <laughs> uh, stingy, huh? Stingy. But appreciate the support, guys. And I will be checking for the Streamlabs. Um, King Alpha Nerd gave a Streamlabs super chat. Streamlabs.com slash the hate report. Said, three hours done and two more to go. Man, what a ride. This is why I love Fridays. Joel Friday. <laughs> we'll get to him in a second. But first, let me get to Bible go-to guy. Bible go-to guy in Los Angeles wants to talk about the debates. Bible go-to guy, what's up? Hi, James. You know, the first time I listened to the debate, I was disappointed because Biden seemed to be you know, really on his game as far as, you know, the energy that he exuded and all that kind of stuff. Right. So so the second time I watched the debate, I saw how thoroughly Trump, Donald Trump, dominated him man to man. You know, Biden never really looked at him and talked to him face to face. Yeah. When Trump would talk to Joe Biden, he would look over at him, say his first name. Right. And direct, directly look at him. That's how a man operates. Yeah. When Joe Biden did it, he was he was just and you could see he was irritated, irritated at at the things that uh, Donald Trump was saying. It would make him look away even more. And the only time he looked directly in the camera is when he was talking to the people. But he wouldn't go man to man with Donald Trump. And Donald could Donald shut him down so many times yeah. where he had no response. And he and, and he looked it, it was just man to man. It looked terrible. And that's why. I don't know if they should put him up against Donald again, especially <laughs> with an open format like that. That's because interesting, it man. Yeah, it was total domination. When Watch I the second time and see. When I think back, like I saw him looking down many times and putting that goofy blank grin. <laughs> yes. And just he did that to funny. try to mask, you know, his domination. Yeah, people would say, "Oh, uh, I know Joe Biden's tell, like a tell, like when you when you're nervous or when you lost, 
or when you're mm-hmm. insecure, look down, looking down and smiling and laughing when there's nothing funny and being phony. And that's what he was. And you're right. He, come to think of it, I don't remember him really looking man to man, looking him in the eye because he's a, a fake person. That's and he's not secure. He's not an he's not a solid a man. Yeah, he's not not at all. Not at all. You know um and when when they finally got uh, Donald Trump to condemn white supremacism or something, it, it just made me realize, I mean, not realize, but it was just more of the same. I, I know that white people, including Donald Trump, have a horrible time with the word racism and everything. And they'll they'll say whatever they need to say, especially on the right. And well, Trump, it, was, it sounded to me like... That was the like... only time that he, that he showed that, you know, that, that they kind of backed him off. Trump has... And, 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 has been calling him tongue-tied. He wants peace. Like he said it in the debate. He said, "I'll do anything. I want peace." So he's it's misguided, but he's looking to bring peace to the country because he does not like this destruction pushed by Black Lives Matter and Antifa and this fear-mongering about whites. So he's wrong to cave in at all to it, I say. But I think that he will bounce back. Yeah, he's yeah, condemning I, his I, best supporters. <laughs> Some know, of his most that, faithful that, supporters, Proud Boys, decent yeah, people. Yeah, and the the difference between the Proud Boys, they won't abandon Trump. They I think you're right. Going on. I think you're they right. They understand what's going on. Yeah. Now, the Bernie bros will abandon Biden. But you know what? There are some guys on the right that, that are like, you know, forget Trump. And I encourage them not to... Yeah, it's kind of like that, when when your guy, when the guy who's like the best man for the job shows a little weakness. Don't abandon him. Don't abandon Proud Boys either, because they right. don't deserve anything like this. What's <laughs> coming? What's well, been this? Yeah. Uh, this smear. Yeah. This false smear upon them. Only reason that they're getting smeared is because they're uh, semi, vaguely conservative, and they're popular. They're popular. That's the only reason, and it's like an attack on whites. Appreciate it, Bob. Yeah. Go to guy. Uh, thank you. Bye. Take care. Let me get to Richard in South Carolina. Also wants to address the debate and has a response for Earl from Michigan. Listen up, Earl, if you're still listening. Richard, thank you for calling. What's up, James? Hey. Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> Earl. I went to school uh, growing up. I'm 51 years old. I went to a predominantly black school as a kid, and I, I'm a teacher now, substitute teacher, and I'm, I'm, I'm uh, and I substitute in a lot of uh, predominantly black school. And you know the old saying, uh, the 70, 30, 70 percent of blacks are have this this issue or that issue, and 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 uh, whether it be you know, out of wedlock birth or um, whatever the issue is, kind of it runs along that percentage of their uh, population. Well, it, I really think it's more like eighty twenty. Yeah. Um, and what it is is eighty percent uh, retarded. Eighty percent, and they're going to change. They got a chip on their shoulder. They're like the guy at school that hides behind the corner and sticks his foot out and trips you when you walk by. And when you turn around and punch him in the mouth, he plays victim. <laughs> Interesting. And uh, as far as the debate, 
um, you know, I, predict, I predicted before it happened that it was going to be a – they're going to try to make Trump out to be a bully and prop uh, uh, Joe uh, Biden up. And Chris Wallace, I wanted to punch him in the mouth. He's All he did was – he would he would stop Trump when he got on a, as soon as he started making his point when he got into it just good enough to really smoke somebody's ears. Chris Wallace is stopping. Yeah, it's true. And he and whenever uh, Biden he was set Biden up with a question, kid glove question. Yeah. And when Bi- and when Biden would start talking, when Trump was quiet. And Biden started getting into uh, his um, fumbly bumbly, uh, I don't know where I'm at <laughs> uh, type of uh, situation. Chris would interrupt uh, and change the question. Interesting. Biden. He, he would stop him and change the question. So, you know, he was clearly, um, uh, it was clearly two against one. Yeah, you know, I, and, and I saw it the whole time. I was it, it just made me angry the whole time. And as far as you know, I, I told the kids in school way back in January. I said, you know, you know, this thing would. I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. This thing with the uh, um the virus when it was in China, and they were calling they were calling Donald Trump a xenophobe because he was wanting to close the borders down, and uh, the virus wasn't even here yet, and, right. and the kids at school would be one of them would call for something, you know, and one of the other kids would say, "Oh, it's just coronavirus, it's just <laughs> coronavirus." And I say, "Y'all, the coronavirus ain't even here yet." Yep. I said, "But it's coming." I said, "Trust me, it, it's coming." Yeah. And I said, "And I'm gonna tell you why, because it's gonna come. They're gonna get it over here. They're calling him a racist now because he's trying to shut the border down because they want the coronavirus over here." And once it gets here, they're going to blame it on him. Yeah. And and they're going to try to keep people from going to the polls. They're going to shut down. down. Uh, they don't want people to go to vote. So true. And and, and I told them then. And it's how all has happened. And what's going to happen next is, look here. Ain't it funny that a month before the election, now Donald Trump's got it and his wife. So right. They, they 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 know they saw after the debate we can't do nothing with Trump. <laughs> Trump is going to annihilate Joe Biden. And like he's like and I the Bible goes to you guys said Biden can't even look him in the eye. Yeah, I know. Isn't that remarkable? That is a good yeah, observation. Yeah, I, I saw that and I was like I, I I was telling my I said look he can't even look him in the eye. He's looking at the floor. He's looking away. Yeah. You know and that little. Wimpy little laughing, and when there's nothing funny, that's the way the little the little the little wimpy guy, yeah, this or the little guy that knows he's fixing to get his butt kicked in front of his friends, type thing he does. Yes, try to try to laugh you, and it just makes really makes the situation worse. I don't know how, I don't know how he could stand you know, if if you know every, a man. Like Donald Trump has to have so much self control. Yeah, it would be all I could do to keep him walking over there and punching him in the face. <laughs> yeah, he he did well. He did well considering. Appreciate and, that, Richard. It's good input. Yeah, but let me let me say one more thing. They they've got um, October first, so fourteen days 
of uh, quarantine. Yep. That's halfway to the election. All they got to do is give him one more positive, and they've silenced him to the election. No, I mean, I don't think that's exactly true, because he can tweet, and he's going to tweet, <laughs> and he can... I, I, I can't imagine this him even really suffering too badly from this. Because, yes, he's, he's overweight, but he is an energetic man. Mm-hmm. So I don't yes, see him suffering. Strong. Yeah, but um, we'll and, see. But one other one other thing that, that, that he's the election as far as the uh, the the cheating the way they going they wanting to get these ballots these mail in ballots uh-huh. where you, so they're going to use this to to make it more uh, make their agenda to get the mail in ballots. Right, and people not to go to the polls and use the mail in because the way the president's got it, anybody can get it. Type yeah. of situation, and and there will not be a decision on election night. There won't. Be I know. I was thinking later. about that too. It's not going to happen. Yeah, that's such a shame, such a disgrace. It is how far America has fallen. That was a it's, concerning point that President Trump raised so in the in happening. the debate. Appreciate it's it, Richard. Happening. Take care, okay. man. Good to yeah, hear from you. you. That is a substitute teacher. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, hang tight callers. I will be getting to you. Real quick, let me just play this clip from Scott Adams. And then after I deal with the Scott Adams thing, I want to bring in my experts and then we'll deal with the callers, okay? Not my expert, but experts, but my specialists. Jesse Lee Peterson's experts. <laughs> so, Dilbert creator Scott Adams knows all about persuasion, right? So he's recognized that Trump is a very persuasive man, a man of power, and then he realized that the evil against him is really evil. And they're liars, they impeached him based on lies, and all that stuff. So Scott Adams, although generally like a libertarian type of a guy, maybe just like a businessman, used to be the Dilbert cartoon creator, he's come to support President Trump. And he, know, he remembers in the Charlottesville thing with the very fine people on both sides that there were indeed fine people on both sides. And that Trump said, was saying, no, I'm not talking about the white supremacists or whatever. Because I condemn them totally. Whoever they are. <laughs> uh, close, close, Chris. <laughs> H-A-W-G-S. <laughs> But uh, he recognized that that was an outright lie, an outright lie for the people in the mainstream media to repeat it unchecked and the Democrats and even some dumb rhinos to pretend that Trump called neo-Nazis fine people, which compared to the mainstream media and the Democrats, some of these so-called neo-Nazis, I would say they're every bit as fine as any of them, any of the people who are, are... hyperventilating about Nazis being called fine people. Stupid. So here is Scott Adams seemingly a little frustrated with President Trump, and I bleeped out the cuss words, I think. Uh, Two-minute video. Uh, You you know which one it is? Yeah. We're going to play Scott Adams seemingly a little frustrated by President Trump's debate performance with regard to... Because... Chris Wallace brought up 
the fine people, he calls it a fine people hoax, right? The very fine people hoax, because that was Joe Biden's whole, whole pretend reason for running for president, to bring back the soul of America. <laughs> Here is Scott Adams. When the fine people hoax came up again, I literally stood up from the couch and said, here it is. Here's the moment when Trump just, said, just has to say, you know, you, you base your entire campaign on that lie. I just encourage everybody to look at the transcript and you'll see that the part that they cut out is the part where I clarified that I'm condemning those groups. If he had said that, I would have said, I'm really happy that I've spent so much of my time and my personal credibility, um, a great deal of money. I would say that my personal financial situation is way worse, way worse, because of supporting the president. There's no question about that. And I thought, it's so obvious what you should say in this situation. And then he just didn't. And I thought to myself, I really feel abused, honestly. I, w I was actually, I took it personally. That, that wasn't politics anymore. That was not politics anymore. That was me personally, and I feel like he screwed me, personally. And then I had to sit there, stewing in that, and then this, this white uh, nationalist, or the, the white supremacist question comes up, and he botched it. It was a layup. It was free money sitting on the f***ing table, and he left it there. And he left me on that table, too. He left me just exposed. So he lost my vote. He lost my vote. Can he get it back? Yeah, all he'd have to do is fix that. I mean, it, how hard is it to fix it? Well, apparently it's pretty f***ing hard for him because he's taken three years since, uh, since Charlottesville and he hasn't f***ing fixed it yet. Easiest f***ing thing he'd ever fix. I take it personally. <laughs> Do you really believe that he took it per I mean, maybe he did, because he did seem emotionally attached and it, his ego attached to this one point. It's like, I've gotten into like this uh, black on white crime numbers, right? And so when people lie to me about it, or I've gotten in attached to some fact, like people say, oh, the Bible doesn't, the Bible says you continue to sin. The Bible doesn't say you stop sinning. I'm like, actually it does. <laughs> And so you, your mind and your ego can get emotionally attached to this factoid. But Trump is not a factoid person. And he's not thinking about it like, the, like we are necessarily. He's dealing with being a president and dealing with all this stuff. He's not thinking about, oh, the, the fine people hoax is such a lie. He thinks it's like, I mean, I don't know what he's thinking, but it's, it's a lie. And he takes it personally because he... That is when he got, he gets real mad anytime somebody says the fine people, repeats that Trump's called Nazis fine people, right? Who cares if he did, but he didn't. I mean, who cares? It's a whole dumb thing. So, but I've never seen him be, I mean, maybe I have. But it's, I wonder whether he was actually taking it personally or not. And why would you lose your vote over that? <laughs> Whatever. 
And I don't know what he meant by the white supremacy question being a layup. It's not a layup, it's a dumb setup. Whatever you do with regard to the white supremacy question is... Uh, it's a catch-22, because if you condemn it, you pretend that it's really in existence. If you ignore it, then they're going to claim, oh, racism. I like it better when he ignores it. When he says, what about uh, Black Lives Matter? What about the Democrat Party? To this day, I'm not talking about the, the past of the Democrat Party. I don't think it's a good point. I think present-day Democrats are way worse than they ever have been. They're worse than during the KKK days or the slavery days. They're outright pure evil. Not one good thing about them. So, uh, all of that, he caught all this hate. People are like, too late, you enabled him and go die and all that stuff. So then he said, oh, the Democrats, you know, on Twitter showed me how hateful and evil they are, so Trump has my vote again. <laughs> And he said, he, his pinned tweet right now says, Republicans believe in forgiveness for your actual sins. Whereas Democrats believe in hating you for your imagined sins. That difference has emerged as the major theme in this country. And he's right about that. So I don't know if he was really that egotistical that he was going to not vote for Trump. <laughs> and if he really took it personally, probably he was disappointed. Because different people have their ways that they want you to go, right? Especially when they have an idea about you. Howie Kurtz, another Fox News kind of liberal reporter, said, Dilbert creator Scott Adams, a fierce Trump supporter, not fierce, says POTUS may have lost his vote with a white supremacist debate answer. I really feel abused. I feel like he, and he used the word, screwed me personally. This has gone beyond just the media, says Howard Kurtz. But... Scott Adams was not pretending that, to believe that Trump believes in white supremacy. It's not even close. It's a dumb thing. And then Howard Kurtz later qualified that he's voting for Trump again. <laughs> he's back to voting for Trump. One time, Scott Adams said that he's voting for Hillary Clinton just to protect his personal safety. He's endorsing Hillary Clinton for president because he's making a point that it's not safe to go for anything other than the Democrats in the state of California. Anyways, before I get back to calls, um, you know, and, and Scott Adams, my, reporter slash independent journalist slash activist Mike Cernovich says that Scott Adams helped added to the proof that the left is a hate group. The entire left. All Democrats. Because they just hated Scott Adams for it, who's back to supporting Trump. <laughs> but I want to bring in uh, the specialists to talk about just as briefly what you guys think of uh, President Trump condemning the Proud Boys and condemning the Ku Klux Klan and condemning white supremacy. So I have Chris, Jesse Lee Peterson's expert. And specialists, and I have Joel Friday here. Nice. Joel Friday here. <laughs> Had you, were you aware that President Trump condemned the Proud Boys? Um, go, to, go to Chris first. So okay. I can fix your guys' shot. Real quick. All right. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Um, yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't watch 
Trump on Hannity. So I, I actually wasn't, I wasn't aware, uh, until this morning. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I thought it was a little, a little unnecessary. Um, I'm not sure what kind of information he has that he feels he needed to say that on Hannity. Right. I mean, it's a, a massive platform and I mean, it's like, you know, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, as far as the the statement goes, I I just think it's kind of unnecessary, and it's just a, it's sort of the the left or the Dems, whatever you want to call them, liberals. That topic in general is sort of the the topic that they always hold over <laughs> Republicans right. and white people in general. Yeah, I mean they just use it as a as a weapon to morally grandstand. And just really just beat beat us yeah. into submission. That's so w- true. With that topic, so phony too. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it's a total it's a total lie. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Um, so regarding Trump's statement, yeah, I, I would say it's a a bit of a mistake. It was it was unnecessary, and we need to that that topic in particular is is something that we really need to grow out of. Yeah, if we can if we can overcome that fear that that issue specifically we would be there's no stopping yeah exactly (laughs) like once we're past that we can just kind of do anything because that is their that's basically like their nuclear bomb that they can always drop on any situation right and it it seems to work like nine out of ten times yeah with most people and the proud boys are so nice some of them met with black lives matter and said, oh, we condemn the KKK as if the KKK is even really in existence. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, the, yeah, that's another thing. I mean, he, he said he's, like, unaware of the Proud Boys. And uh, I, I don't, right. again, I, I don't know what information he has on the Proud Boys or, you know, whether he's kind of just, like, playing it down or he really doesn't know who they are at all. But, yeah, um, yeah the denouncing, denouncing the Proud <laughs> Boys or the KKK, white supremacy, whatever, it's... Yeah, unnecessary. But yeah, that specific issue with uh, the Proud Boys in like, Utah, I guess. In, yeah, the Proud Boy Utah chapter uh, making a public statement with uh, BLM. <laughs> that's also that's also totally unnecessary. Right. Uh, it's sort of. I mean, it's just part of this whole like clown world situation where we're always trying to play this this game where like we're being logical and. And doing all this, like, oh, we don't, we don't hate black people. We don't, you know. And, and by making a statement with the BLM, I you're don't, giving re- validity to BLM. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like with their representative or whatever you want to call that woman, you're, yeah, you're giving validity validity to them. And what it should be the opposite. They right. BLM should be apologizing to us. Right. <laughs> I mean, they're destroying the cities. They're destroying the country. Proud Boys are not doing anything of the like. And even the peace, so-called peaceful ones are falsely smearing the cops and yeah. the whites. Yeah, absolutely. Lie. Anybody that's involved in BLM, you know, I, I understand that not all of them are out there destroying. Right. Destroying. Uh, but the people that uh, support them publicly or, like, put out statements or anything like that, again, it sort of uh, solidifies you know, their support, and it just makes people think like, oh, yeah, normal people like BLM, and it supports it. And it really is just, uh, it confuses people, it misleads people. Yeah. Um, so in in that regard, it's it's just as bad. Yeah. Joel. Yeah. 
Well, my whole thing is how do you prove somebody is a white supremacist? <laughs> how do you prove there's somebody's a racist? Like, what vetting process do they take where they're able to prove that for one? And for two, it's like, okay, let's just say, let's just pretend that white supremacy and all that stuff is a thing, right? How do we just ignore the things that we see that are blatant right in front of our face? Like Black Lives Matter yeah. is, is radical, Antifa <laughs> is radical, <laughs> but neither of those were condemned at all in in the um, besides by Trump in right. the debate. Like Chris Wallace didn't even bring that up. Uh, he, ba- he he was struggling and shaking to even talk about Black Lives Matter <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> it is so crazy. It's like, what about the things that everybody sees is happening? Yeah. Why don't we condemn those instead of Proud Boys that most people don't even really even know about in the mainstream? So it's like insane. Let's talk about the things we see first. I know. And then we'll make our way to the things. <laughs> that's a that's an extremely good point, and it it. It reminds me of of uh, I don't remember like who said who said this. I think I've just seen this type of line of questioning out there. But if if I'm if I'm sitting here right now and I'm I'm a I'm a racist, <laughs> but I don't burn the country down and I don't commit yeah. any crimes. I just have the opinion that I'm white and I I don't like other races or something like that. Let you know, let's just say if if that were true cuz it's totally not, guys. Right. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are thinking out there. But uh, but I don't like like I said, I don't rob banks, I don't kill people, I don't steal from people, I don't, you don't lie about people. Yeah, I don't lie or anything like that. I just happen to have the the opinion that I don't like other races versus these other people who are like, I love all people. I mean, which which is a lie in and right. of itself. These people don't love all people, but they claim that they love people or they're you know, they uh, well they're they're out there again, they're burning the country down they're raping and pillaging and it's like yeah. well, what's worse if somebody happens to be like quote unquote racist they have that opinion or what's worse if somebody is like a pedophile or a murderer <laughs> or a bank robber like what no is, racism is the worst right. yeah white supremacy is, that the, is the worst, worst thing yeah. how is that the worst <laughs> taylor thing? swift said it it's a fact <laughs> i think taylor so that, swift said it right but that's so true is that like for one that's why it's true when Jesse says that racism doesn't exist because yeah. what that word does is it demonizes people no matter what. So like Chris said, if there's somebody who is nonviolent, who stays in her house but then has their opinions about whatever, they tend to be the one that is a target but not the people who are burning down the buildings, killing your children in the street. But then they love all people. Including it, the yeah, gays, yeah. you know, it's it's like what um, I bring up this point a lot. What Dennis Prager said on that Prager U video about why is communism not as bad as Nazism in the minds of the dumb, evil communists? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he doesn't admit that they're communists, but he says because intellectuals, for intellectuals, and these people are dumb, blind intellectuals. The media, the academia, the politicians, the teachers, words and ideas are more important than actions. So you see the outright evil in your face. And that's why President Trump, by the way, is so thrilling because he'll tell the plain, obvious truth that's before all of our eyes. And Jesse Lee Peterson, too, is so like when Jesse Lee Peterson was talking about, I'm not going to hire somebody who has this black name right. because they have their parents had a chip on their shoulder and raised them bad, you know, 
oh, that that's like thrilling to finally have non-political correct truth yeah. being told. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Was it Tucker that said the the truth yeah, is thrilling the, or something? Pr- like that? Tucker Carlson said the truth is thrilling, and that's why that yeah. kind of explains the excitement around President well, and it's, Trump. It's thrilling. It's thrilling. Oddly enough, only because we've been so deprived of it for so long. The truth should be just boring as all get out. (laughs) But as of right now, it is totally thrilling. And I mean, it's it's a great point specifically about the... The, the Larry Elder thing, like, why even take the risk? Right. Like, if you got 20 or 30 people applying, like, yeah, why risk it? Like, I'm sure you can get three or four great candidates with just normal names. Yeah. But they're, that's why they, uh, they fall for, oh, this Nazi thing doesn't sound, it sounds bad. Or it sounds bad to say that America first or whatever. Right. Yeah. And so... They fall for it and they uh, embrace outright evil, which Mm -hmm. is destroying the people that they're pretending to care about, the blacks and everybody else. Right, yeah. And they justify it as, well, they have a reason to do it because of (laughs) their... But it's just, if that was the case, even though we all know it's not, why is it okay to to respond in that way about it? Yeah. You know, it's just, that goes goes ignored. Totally true. They seem to live in... As you say, like they're basically kind of like living their life based on kind of a fantasy or their ideals, yeah, or that type of thing, versus actually living in reality and you know, living in real life. Because, again, like in real life, like does it really matter if somebody has like some obscure, you know, <laughs> thought, right, versus somebody who is taking direct action right. to destroy people's lives and, yeah. and that type of stuff. It's the emperor has no clothes. Yes. And it's by intimidation. I think it's intimidation and brainwashing and getting caught up in your intellect and rationalizing evil. I, and you know what? It's, it's just spiritual blindness, too, I think. Definitely. Yeah. It's good versus evil. Nice, guys. Appreciate the Thank you input. very much. Thank yeah. you, James. So you're, Thank you're still going to vote for Trump? Oh, even yeah. though he condemned... <laughs> He condemned, like, some... Those guys are decent, as far as I've seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll still, uh... I'll still vote for... I'll still vote for Trump. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, you know, kind of like... It's not really high on, you know... My critiques of, of Trump, this is pretty, like, low on the table. Yeah. Right. It's like, you shouldn't have done that, but, I mean, I'm, kinda, right. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. There's a couple other things where I have critiques of him, but uh-huh. even then, I'm still not going to... I'm not going to not vote for him. Right. Catch rockfin.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson for his critiques mm-hmm. of uh, President Trump and our real thoughts of President Trump. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I got to get back to some calls. Thank you, James. And then we will uh, wrap it up and make sure you catch The Fallen State, thefallenstate.tv, coming up soon in less than an hour and a half. Let me get to Ryan in New Orleans, New Orleans. Ryan, how are you doing? All is well. How are you, sir? Doing well. Nice to hear from you. Hey, yeah, last time we talked, you brought up that dinner, Dennis Prager, uh, communist and Nazi thing, too. So this is, must have been the day to call, right? Nice. <laughs> yeah. What do you think about First this the, Proud Boys thing? Uh, yeah, that's what I was calling about. It's insane. I'm sort of like Trump. I don't really know much about him. I, right. I really only started hearing about it now. Yeah. However, the the stuff that you're saying about them, I mean, like you said, they they like the Western <laughs> civilization. You know, they they like the the thought of having the women stay at home and this and that. Yeah. And 
and that's such a that's that's so much uh more uh you know discriminatory to say nowadays <laughs> as opposed to saying like black lives matter and you know we want to destroy the whole family and we want to defund the police and we could paint all of that in the street but you can't say something good about america you know yeah they're they're just like they're basically wholesome it's basically a wholesome club fraternity of men you know what i almost joined them because i've known about them for some time since like 2017 or 2016 or i don't i forget when exactly they started becoming popular we had a guy from proud boys on the jesse lee peterson show he came and spoke at a men's conference alongside this weird dating coach guy <laughs> and you know i almost joined them but the only reason i didn't was because you know trifling too busy working <laughs> Right, but uh, yeah, so they're decent, then, like seemingly decent then, people. You know, every group is the, every big group said, is a mix, but right. whatever. Yeah, go on. Then you then you say one of the guys on there, the the star, the founder of it, said he had some friend that was like addicted to masturbation, and he wanted to help people get off of that. Didn't you say that? that yeah, was that's reason? that's the whole reason that right. he started Proud I mean, Boys was to get people like off amazing, of pornography. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's an amazing thing to help yeah. somebody overcome because nowadays, I mean, an eight-year-old, my my son, I can't let him hang out with the kids across the street because he comes over and says, oh, you know what this means, Dad? You know what this means? Yeah, they vulgar. Let them talk, eight year, I mean, they can get on the on the Internet right now and type in whatever and get on and, and have whatever they need right in front of their faces. So yeah. it's just amazing nowadays that, like Jesse says on that thing, you know, right is wrong and wrong is right. It's yep. like that's just the way society's trying to construct everything, and I'm still standing strong. So I've lost, you know, somewhat friends and all of that based on that crap. But like I said, I don't let that material stuff affect me anymore. That's so, good, man. Right on. And then also, so listen to this. All right, you know how people that are pro-abortion, the biggest argument is the rape, right? Oh, women got raped and all of this. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To take care of the baby, right? Which... Which I believe, I listen to Matt Walsh as well, and he's like, that kind of gives the rapist an outing, too. Like, you could kill a baby, and then now, all of a sudden, the rape, there's no evidence or anything, you know? Right. So, but however, I was big on, you know, the fornicating before marriage, and I used to always think, well, how do you know, you know a woman before you, you know, have sex with her and all that? And then I was thinking, well, you know, if you wait to have sex and you marry a woman, let's just say she can't bear children or you can't have children. Yeah. Bad things in life happen to people. You know, God forbid somebody gets raped and, and has that baby and wants to give it up for adoption. Well, you know, for the married couple that, you know, can't have babies, that's a blessing for them. So people don't understand that. Like, yeah, bad things in life happen, but it doesn't mean that you have to do another wrong thing right after. Yeah, women who, once right. they have those babies, they love those babies, you know? <laughs> yeah, they, they don't even want to give them up for adoption. Yeah, and those babies, there's people who have grown up who were conceived in rape, and they are so happy to be alive. It's, right. I mean, I know some people who are unhappy who were allegedly conceived in rape, but they're just angry people, but they're still living fun, happy, relatively happy, fallen state lives, you know? Right, exactly. It's ridiculous. Right. At, least they're, right, at least they're contributing to society in some way. Right. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree with that, completely. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Tell, I want to let some other callers get to it. Appreciate I it, Ryan. To say, but I, I kind of forget it when I get on the phone. But yeah, <laughs> I understand. Um, I'll talk to y'all next time. Sounds good, man. Take care. Later. All right. I gotta quickly get to my favorite caller, Maze in Dayton, Ohio. 
wants to comment on the debates. Mays, how are you yeah. doing? I'm just fine. Right on. Uh, I was listening to Bob, a go-to guy. Now, didn't he make some guy? great points? No, he didn't. What does that got to do with running for president? Somebody got to be tall and 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 look at somebody and do this. He didn't say anything about he, tallness. That, <laughs> uh, 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 did he? And strong and all this. What does that got to do with what you want to do to make this country better? Well, you wouldn't know That's because you're a woman. You're a woman, Mays. Men, men know that men have to be men of strength really? and character and be able to face down okay. evil people like Joe Biden. And so, so right, and that's what Trump did. So Very nice. Debate. Why didn't they answer questions? And you should, even if it's a lie, have the truth sitting there in front of them. You remember that's when what that Trump was, did. He told the truth to the liars. But uh, James, you remember Reverend Wright? Yeah, Jeremiah Wright Jr. Yeah. So what did Obama's want to pastor? What did y'all want to do to him? He said, "God." Dang America! Only said didn't say dang. It's not God bless America. He tr- preached pure hatred, and yeah. Obama sat under him for twenty years, hating and America too, and him? pretending, oh, I didn't know that the Reverend hated America and white people. Really? Because he's a liar, and he hates America and white that's people why, just like his mother. That's why I was gonna say y'all confuse yourself. You see, then the guy sitting up here talking about burning buildings and doing it. Uh, he needs to look at his history to see about. All these people laying that was taken away from them, and all of a sudden they got burned down. Uh, they just doing what they did when it comes to violence. Do you know that y'all You're, got a violent history? This is, this is another example of an you, illogical liberal woman talking, no, no, no. Can't talking about history. history. She can't face history. the present-day reality. How are you going to sit and talk about somebody else when you got history, postcards and stuff? Um, all the stuff that was done by your ancestors. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know anything about my ancestors. You're racist, be one, and, and stand up and say you're one, and act, and you're already showing. You don't know anything about my ancestors. What did you say, James? Maze in the days. I said you don't know anything about my ancestors. I know you can't take it, but the truth hurts. So tell him, no, never say nothing like that. No. I'm going to I'm going to encourage him to say it more. He said he was a proud boy. He said, we. Is he a proud boy? Who? The, the one that was on with Joel. No. He said we. What? Whatever, Maze. You don't know what you're talking God about. God don't like ugly, and he will take care are of Are you everybody. assuming that all white people are proud boys, Maze? Are you assuming that all white people are proud boys? No, I, I'm not that stupid to think all what white do, people okay, are. Okay, what do proud boys mean? That's what are, that's what what are proud boys? What's a proud boy? I don't know. Just somebody got a name. Maybe the clan. Then why, then why are you even well, making an assumption? Might be a clan. This is the same lady. He said, we she's all, she's all, she's all. That's what I said. He she said, said hold on, Maze, hold on, I gotta talk. Bible, she's assumed that Bible go-to guy probably spit on black people because he's that age that he probably spit on black people. <laughs> he still tries to spit on him. He still tries to spit on him with his, with his mouth. Yeah, all right, Maze. just listening to what he got to say. You should be ashamed of yourself. Uh, every, Where's every, your husband? Every corner he come around, he think a black person is dead at home. Him. Where's your husband? And ain't even think about you. The same place your wife is. I said, don't ask me that about my husband until you get a wife. But, but you are you close. saying that your husband doesn't exist? What? Are you saying your I, husband doesn't you exist? Wife, don't ask me nothing about Because I don't husband. have a wife. Because you want a wife that you think that you got to tell her. I, I didn't say I wanted a wife. Well, they used to tell their wives how to vote. Good old days. Really? Heck yeah. And you thought that was a good old day. So you don't it would be talk better if they couldn't vote, period. When it comes to the good old but anyways, days, man, first thing you want to talk about is something you don't. So tell him, don't talk about his because he do pull up his and, and, and then he can have a conversation about it. You don't make sense. It's like I say. God Turn don't like off ugly. your phone. And it's
it's my birthday, so people calling me. So oh, know. oh, happy birthday, Mace! <laughs> wow. So anyway, how old are you? What? How old are you? Old enough to know better. I know. That's a shame. Yes, to know and you that don't, y'all don't know what y'all talking but about. But you don't know better. <laughs> You're old <laughs> enough to know, but you don't you know. If don't, why you got to convince somebody that if they change their mind about voting, why do you need somebody to let them vote for who they want to? I don't ever no. try to get uh-uh. to They shouldn't vote. They shouldn't vote if they're not going to vote right. What? They shouldn't vote if they're not going to vote for what's right. Really? Yeah. You know, y'all don't know what's right. That's the problem. Okay. All right. Thank so you, Mace. Y'all figure, out. y'all figure it out one day. All right. Take care, Mace. Y'all not in control. I keep telling y'all that. You have a good day. God got the last word, and we see what he's doing. <laughs> have a good one, Jay. You too. Oh, that was interesting. Let me quickly get Blazing Hogs of Dayton, Ohio. To answer, mate. Well, I don't know if he wants to answer. Oh, he dropped out. Uh, you know, there are more debate moderators coming up. The next debate, the next presidential debate, is a guy who interned for Joe Biden. <laughs> That's the next debate moderator. Steve Scully or something like that. Anyway, let me quickly get to Trey in Oklahoma. Trey wants to comment on Scott Adams and also the um, Supreme Court Justice pick. Trey, are you there? Yes, sir. Hey, how's it going? Going well. How are you? I'm doing all right. Just out here having a little fire, cutting down some limbs. Right on. (laughs) Oklahoma. Uh, I've been there. Yeah, you like it? No, it's too humid. (laughs) Uh, Maybe I'm thinking Austin. I don't think Oklahoma is as bad as Austin, right? But you Austin's know, in Texas. That's uh, a city. You're talking about Oklahoma's a state. I know. I've been to Oklahoma and I've been to Austin, Texas, because I associate right. them because my father, he worked for a company that was based in Oklahoma, and then it got bought by a place that's based in Austin, Texas, and I visited both okay. places. Yeah. Well, Oklahoma's kind of in the center of where the eastern or sorry northern and southern winds collide so does it get humid sometimes but not too bad right now it's real nice okay it's about uh 65 degrees oh not bad low humidity so yeah anyways about the supreme court justice uh i think trump made the wrong decision i'm still going to vote for trump but uh I, I think that clip was interesting that jesse showed where he said that uh there no men were uh, strong enough to raise their hands yeah. for a male. <laughs> yeah, Justice, even in his just, even in his weakness, there's some like genuineness to him, you know, in like a, selecting just, a woman, kissing up to the women, and he's like, "You men, you're a bunch of cowards." <laughs> well, it doesn't surprise me, you know. It's just like the it's the beta infection, you know. It's infected the conservatives. You know, uh, in in all too. honesty, you could say that he's. Given that no men are willing to stand up, he's doing the will of the people who elected him. You know, he's right, been polling. Right. He's doing been doing these polls at his rallies. <laughs> so, I mean, well, I don't that, support it. I agree with you. I think she is a bad choice. I think he did. I think you're right, though. He did that because the people wanted it and for more votes, you yeah. know, and also for maybe some liberal votes. I don't know. But I think he did it for popularity. Uh, I don't think he did it for practicality. So Interesting. So you don't think it's practical um, to choose a woman who will pro- more likely than not get through easily enough? I'm just, I, it doesn't make any sense to even gender it. I mean, yeah, I think men I should agree. lead regardless, 
Yeah, but I agree to too. Even make it about gender is stupid. You know. Yeah. Should but, I uh, sh- should I have a woman or a man? How about should I just pick the best person? That would job? be so nice to. That, that's very white and male of you, <laughs> meaning logical. <laughs> But, uh, you know, like, she, the woman who died was a woman, right, allegedly. <laughs> I'm, I'm playing. <laughs> RBG was a female. Whatever. She but, looked like a bridge troll. Yeah, she looked like a <laughs> decrepit who, uh, version of, well, actually, that man is pretty Call decrepit himself. Beta. That's what we say, we're beta. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, about Scott Adams, too. That he's a news anchor, right? No, Scott Adams. Or what is he? Is a senator? No, if you're thinking about the guy that I was talking about, the Dilbert cartoon creator who felt like Trump personally offended him by not debunking the fine people hoax, um, that's yeah. the Scott Adams. You may be thinking the, the reporter was John Roberts, who freaked okay. out and asked the whites, will you now unequivocally condemn white supremacy. <laughs> Such a pressing well, issue. I think, I think it's ridiculous for him to condemn Trump over that. It's like, really? Because you're not a proud... Like, that's the reason you're not going to vote for Trump? Like, there's so many other better... Like, it's just, Oh, you're talking just about a, Scott Adams. You're talking about yeah, Scott, Scott Adams, Adams yeah. with the uh, n- bombing the very that's fine a, yeah, people hoax debunk. Yeah. Right. So I don't, that doesn't make any sense to me. You know, why would that be the reason you don't vote for Trump? It just seems like such a minuscule thing. Right. I felt that it was being very petty and, uh, and arrogant and egotistical, but luckily he has changed his mind again and he's back on the Trump train. I don't know if he was serious or if he was venting. Or if he, or if he was... He sounded kind of drunk, honestly. He sounded like he was drunk. Maybe, maybe, who knows. Yeah. So like he was in his feelings or something. <laughs> yeah. But also, reg- regarding the debate, I, I did not think Trump was on his A-game. I thought he was angry. Like, just looking at him on the stage, I think, like, somebody told him something before the debate that really made him mad and threw him off. Maybe so. Yeah, you could be right. He, but and he did pretty... Joe Biden wearing the wire? <laughs> I heard about it. I haven't really looked into that. Oh yeah, look at look at the video. Okay, <laughs> he comes out of his sleeve. He raises his hand up, and the wire falls back into his uh, left hand. Interesting. Yeah, who yeah. knows? <laughs> <laughs> could be Photoshop. Who knows? Yeah, it could well be. People have uh, all kinds of assumptions about what's but- going on. In the reality, I want to give you guys a compliment real quick. I want to say you guys did a great job today with the show. Uh, I love, I really see the, like Jesse Lee Peterson was saying, I really see the progress, progression with you, Hake. Uh, Thanks, I've man. been following you since you started the Hake Report, you know. Nice. Um, so uh, I really, I really see the progression. Uh, when you first started, you were a little bit more beta and kind of angry. <laughs> now you've got a lot more level head. Appreciate that. And uh, you got a good team around you. That's true. Yeah, even though I call them black tech. <laughs> Man, we had issues earlier today. Sorry to the people who uh, got their ears blown out at the end of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, on the video anyways. On the audio, it might have been fine. Um, audio only feed. <laughs> but thank you, Trey. Appreciate that. Good to hear from you. Yes, sir. Have a good day, Hank. You too. God bless. Yeah, you as well. Take care. I'm uh, Blazing Hogs reconnected. I will get to him, but Marcus Jones stinks. I want to read the last super chats, and I'm going to open the 
treasure chest. And once Joel plays the thing, which is coming up here in a sec, Clovera says, James, James, great shows today. Earl, 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 and hearts. <laughs> Thank you for the streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report. And Marcus Jones Stinks says, Hake versus Chris for best hair on the internet. <laughs> that became a meme after this very uh, boisterous black guy said, uh, it's not Joel, it's Joel. And Hake has the best hair on the internet. <laughs> very energetic young man. Uh, let's see. We're opening the treasure chest, guys. And easily distracted 06 gave a diamond. Thank you for the support. And we are opening this treasure chest now. And Hot Computer Smell gave a uh, super chat on streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report and said, Don't bother asking Maze about her husband anymore. She cashed that life insurance check long ago. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Dang. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so, though. But I don't know. But I don't think so. <laughs> but interesting. Thank you for the support, Hot Computer Smell. And all of you guys, faithful supporters. Brandon M., Noah's Art, Kansas, Easily Distracted 06, Marcus Jones Stinks, Fan of the Ladies, Kevin Webb, Based AF America First, Pablo DR, is it Dominican Republic? And Willie Palomino and Fatty Watt, appreciate you guys. Thank you and congrats to Hate Speech and Trump support or something. And all you guys for the redistribution of lemons. Very nice. Blazing Hogs out of Dayton, Ohio. How are you doing, Blazing? Hola, hey. Good job today. Appreciate uh, that. You and the crew picking up where everybody else is gone. I like that. Uh, nice. Have you seen who the narrator, or I mean the moderator, is going to be for the next presidential debate? Yeah, it's a man named Steve, I, Steve, Steve Scully. Steve Scully. From where? He's from C-SPAN. He's got like a show on C-SPAN or something. Right. So I was listening to it yesterday. Russ was talking about it. He he's an an ex intern in the Biden administration when he was a senator. Yeah, and he was showing pictures of him when he was at the uh, back in two thousand four or seven, whatever. When he was at the Biden Beach Bash, um, <laughs> gay event that everybody get to get pictures together and stuff. Right. I don't I don't know how how obvious this is stacked against Trump, but I mean it's it, it, it's. It's making Blazing Hall kick. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I mean, the third debate it better be Tucker Carlson or Sean Hannity or Jesse. No, you I know what? Uh, the, the third debate moderator, I have her name because a caller, I believe Mary from San Antonio, Texas, called in and she knows about these people. She called out, uh, is it the, I think she's the one who called this person out. The uh, the debate moderator for the third debate is going to be a woman who's in charge of, like, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, USA Today thing or some yeah. woman who's been with some organization. I, I think it's yeah, going to be a... F oh, no, you know what? It's going to be a 44-year-old female. A young-ish, <laughs> youngish, 44-year-old female. Ridiculous. It's just asinine to have all this stuff stacked against the president. You, 
you know how how they they butter kicked it up for Obama when he went against all his debate. I know, and you know what those those guys debating Obama, Mitt Romney. I'll never forget Mitt Romney did not debate to win. He did not fight to win. He was a loser, a total kiss up. Obama was so phony, and Biden. I mean, uh, the Rhino Mitt Romney refused to call him out for it. So silly. It just got blazing hog kicked just because we can't Ticked. get nobody one. We can't even just get one. <laughs> yeah. One when has there been a conservative moderating the debate? Did did uh, Bill O'Reilly, who's not totally conservative, but whatever, he's like traditional at least. Kristen Welker of NBC News is the moderator for the final debate. I, I just heard that now. So I didn't know <laughs> who the third, but I, I heard yesterday who that. I'm like, oh. And just another little side note here. I saw my buddy had a TikTok video here at work, and it was it showed Ronald Reagan. He, he was doing a news conference back in the 80s. It was like 82 or whatever. And it looked like a Trump rally. I mean, there were so many people there nice. to, watch Reagan, to watch Reagan speak. And he was only being questioned by a news anchor. Well, when he came up, he was getting ready to, uh, he sat down. Well, the news, the news anchor was like, shut his mic off, shut his mic off. <laughs> and he, he got up, stood up, and the crowd kind of got quiet. And he, he grabbed the mic and he said, I own that damn mic. And the crowd went crazy. <laughs> it, was, it, it was like a Trump rally. Nice. It's hard to look up. I've been trying to find it, search that video because I wanted to send it to you guys. I feel like but, I've seen it once before. Yeah. Like, he paid for it, I paid for this mic or something like that. Anyways, yeah. That's just how the, t- the ties are turning, just how it was back in the 80s. Here we are now, 2020. This is the crowd that's out there. This yeah. This is what we want. We got to keep on pushing. We got to keep Everybody on pushing has- for what's right. And no matter what happens with Trump, which I think he's going right. to win, I think he'll recover from this disease if he's even suffering at all. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> The hypocrisy to call what we do or what Jesse does and how he, you guys run the program or Republicans or whatnot, they, they, they want to call us a cult. The biggest cult in the world is the liberal left, yeah. the Democrats, all the evil going on. They're all one big cult in together. Yep, they very you, true. They call you out for exactly what they do. Yep. Appreciate it, uh, Blazing Hogs. I got to run. We got to end. Me and Art are your best callers from Ohio, Mays. Nice. It's over. Later. (laughs) Take care, Blazing Hogs. Good to hear from you guys. Appreciate the support, everybody. I got to end. We have the Fallen State out in less than an hour. Well, in an hour, right? Because they do two minutes of uh, countdown, right? So make sure you catch that. TheFallenState.tv. Make sure you're subscribed to The Fallen State on YouTube. There is also a bit shoot. Bitshoot.com slash the fallen state TV and library to lbry.tv slash at sign the fallen state TV. So you can go to your alternative platforms if you're sick of YouTube's censorship because Google is evil, which owns YouTube. All right, guys. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff, jessieleepeterson.com for Jesse's stuff, church with Jesse Lee Peterson. RebuildingTheMan.com slash church. He will be back for Church Live. Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel and the other platforms as well. Take care, guys.
Wow. 